0: Stay SA. We will, we will rock you. On Cruise 1323 and 1629
1: SENSA. Well, Blighty, it's a big night tonight, to big night in Melbourne, and uh, we're going to speak with our next guest, Andy Marr, the most popular man in Melbourne for tyre power, Bigfooty final sale. <laughs> now on, get into your local independently owned tyre power today. Andy, how are you?
0: there's about uh, 150, no, no, I was going to be at 1.5 million more popular blokes in Melbourne than me, but I'm very happy with that introduction. I'm going well, mate, looking forward to this tonight.
1: uh, Just on the finals, we'll get to Carlton shortly, but this is a fantastic, intriguing final series. There's no clear winners. I mean, tonight, Melbourne, Collingwood, you've got Port Brisbane, you've got uh, the other games, Carlton, Sydney and St Kilda Giants, and they all seem to be reasonably evenly matched.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, most people outside your neck of the woods are probably thinking that Brisbane is, you know, the most clear-cut, uh, most likely to win. But uh, that's disrespectful to what Port's done at times this year. So, no, they, they, it's I, I can't wait. They're, they're all good matchups for different reasons, and geez, we've got a good way to kick it off tonight.
2: Certainly have. Just on that, and it took. Talk- Obviously, to a lot of people during the week, I've I've just felt the losers this week of of one, two, three, and four aren't necessarily out of it. There has been times we know in the past where that all that does is regenerate them, and then they come back again and can win the flag. They're not out of it.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you know this better than um, yeah. most bloody that that that's the natural inclination, isn't it, to jump on the winners from yeah. week one and um, right off the losers. But the four the, up until the last four or five weeks of the season, the the the, the Top four throughout the home and away season felt like they'd gapped the rest, so I know it all changed a little bit with those three coming hard to get in at the bottom half of the eight late, but I think there was a reason they looked as good as they did in the top four, and I suspect that'll come to play in the next few weeks.
2: Now, Collingwood, Melbourne, I mean, it's a super, super game coming up, isn't it? Hibbard and McDonald. Now, McDonald hasn't played a lot. We know he's been wounded. He's been in the VFL, and Hibbard, Milksham out's a huge loss for them, isn't it? But... At least yeah. they've got two two capable veterans
0: that can play at the level. So you you know that Tom's done it in finals yeah. as yeah. well. So you you know that. So they can they can back his um, know how and his history. He's um, he's had a he, luckily he put some, together some reasonable VFL form late because there were times when he did come back where he looked a step off it even at VFL level. So he's found some form at just the right time. Um, they, they're going to be looking at Petrarca and Fritsch, aren't they? They're, they're the two, and mm. they want the best from Cozzi Pickett, and we're going to get a night, I reckon, that might bring Pickett into the game. So um, I reckon if they're going to kick a winning score, Melbourne, it, it might not necessarily be the big blokes who do it. It might be their, their in-betweeners and their smalls.
1: Andy, Mara, I guess. Andy, you call a lot of footy, and you see the big Melbourne clubs. Uh, I've been lucky enough to see Collingwood three or four times this year. They are my pick and my tip. I think when they play their best footy, they're, they're so exciting, but... Once again, you've got Melbourne and, and Brisbane are firing up. but uh, and, and tell us about the vibe in Melbourne. Carlton are finally back in. St Kilda are back in uh, Melbourne and, of course, Collingwood.
0: Yeah, it's been great. I mean, you know, we've had we've had Richmond sort of doing their thing and, you know, Geelong in recent years, and it's kind of unfamiliar to see the pair of them not here at this time. But, you know, St Kilda just been the survivors all year. Ross has done a great job, and people have been trying to find ways that, uh, to exit them out of the top eight, but they've hung in there. And, and you know, the, the, the turnaround from Carlton in the second half of the year is you know, quite remarkable. So the momentum around that club um, uh, is, is irresistible at the moment. It's inescapable, that's for sure. Like they're, they're making a lot of noise, and um, there's going to be a lot of them at the MCG tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, my first part of the question I should have asked you was, who was the best you've seen live, Um, given the fact you do see the the teams a fair bit more?
0: Yeah, Collingwood for me. I I want with you, Dave, I reckon. But the problem with Collingwood is that when they were flying, Nick Dacos was in the middle of everything. They couldn't tag him, and he was getting 35. And you know what he's like, blighty just the way he'd link up and turn defence into attack, and his ball use was magnificent. And uh, he's some blokes. Some blokes, you, know, you know. Some just can't be replaced, and Nick Nick Dacos can't be replaced. So, you know, whether they get him back this year, there's there's a there's a question mark about that. Um, they they've missed him, and whether they can produce the best that you and I reckon we've seen, Dave, um, without him. That that's the, that's the challenge for Collingwood.
2: Yeah, I, Andy, I agree. Murphy and Moore have missed games. Now they're coming back in, and and Noble hope well supposedly out, I mean, I, there, there have some, been some chinks along with Dacos. They've been the dis, most disrupted team in that top four bracket in the last, what, six or eight weeks. So their form is going to dictate, obviously, what happens from here on in. But they were the best team for 18 weeks of the season. And, and at only late did they drop off.
0: So, do you tell me, Craig McRae you know, mentioned it with us on Monday that you know, they, they qualified for um, finals footy about 10 weeks out. So so they knew they were going to be playing in the finals. They didn't know where they were going to finish. And they knew they were going to finish in the top four. And then they knew they were going to finish on top. So you tell me how difficult it is to just keep your players at that edge that you want them to be at um, when it's all yeah. on the line, knowing full well for Collingwood for a lot of the season. It actually wasn't all on the line.
2: No, but I, I mean, footballers are footballers. I reckon competitors compete coaches compete all the time I I, I don't buy that Andy in all fact I I really don't what you want to do is keep going as best you can see if you can find another link a little missing link because there's always never the perfect game and that's why I think that I I just reckon Dacos is as you say is a super super player Moore was a bit rusty before he he, he got out yeah but
1: Petty Petty and Milksham out too that's a couple of big outs of Melbourne Melbourne.
2: yes it is you're quite right but at least the other blokes have played a bit so Oh, look, I, I, it's not a given. I Collingwood are the most fascinating team for me in the top four. I think Port can actually beat Brisbane, believe it or not, in Brisbane. They probably won't, but they're good enough to. And I think Melbourne, my team and I picked at the start of the year with Brisbane to play in the grand final, the pieces have come back in nicely together, excepting for Melksham, really.
0: Yeah, well, Clayton Oliver's ready to go, yeah. isn't he? I mean, he's yeah. got, the, he's got enough, enough games under his belt now to slide in and you know, Petrarca, that, that means with Viney having the season that he's had and, you know, you, the Sparrows and the Neil Bullens and the, these bikes who can go through the middle just means that Petrarca can spend a bit more time forward. And we all know, even though his kicking can be a bit you know, hit on me sometimes, we know how dangerous he is when he's lurking down there. So, yeah, I, look, I, I think it's fascinating. I, it's, it's a genuinely, genuinely interesting finals campaign. There's no standout. I, I, I know people want to declare Brisbane and... As a certainty to get in, but oh, I don't reckon there's... I reckon mm. it's intriguing, and there's a lot of question marks about all of them, and there's some good teams in.
1: Carlton's supporters have been put through the ringer, Andy, <laughs> including yourself, um, and they were halfway through the year. They, they were crying out for, for Voss's head and everybody else, but did, did you see that turnaround coming? I mean, they probably, with GWS, been the, the, the form team the last 10 weeks.
0: No, Dave. No way. Like they, 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 went through a patch in the middle of the year that you know is, is well known by all. But they, they lost. They played the worst game of footy I've seen in play for a long time against Melbourne. Then, then Essendon knocked them over easily. Uh, season gone. The next week they got They've got Gold Coast at the MCG. It's about round fourteen. Yep. And Gold Coast have kicked two six in the first quarter. Oh, they play Carlton off the park. And had they kicked straight, they would have been four or five, maybe even six up at quarter time. Now, I don't know what happened at that quarter time break, but Carlton kicked nine in the second quarter. They started absolutely rolling and they haven't looked back since. I I don't know what happened, Blighty. I've got no idea. It's a mystery to me. Uh, Maybe there'll be a story told at the end of the year, but the turnaround at quarter time in that round 14 game against Gold Coast of the MCG um, is the moment in time for Carlton. That's six minutes. Whatever happened then, um, is, is uh, a, a hopefully a bit of Carlton folklore in the years to come.
2: Yeah, and sometimes it comes from strange places, Andy. But someone mentioned to me, I mean, I mean you followed Carlton, a lot of Carlton supporters out there, but someone mentioned to me today, the last time Carlton played in the finals, you had short pants and were at school. Is that right? I'm, I'm not right with it, am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not quite. That's a long time ago, Blake. I'm pretty old. <laughs> uh, not, not quite, but it, do, it, does, it does feel like the horse and carts were around the place, but uh, no, not, not quite there. But uh, it does feel like no, a long the, time
2: the, ago. It, it, you know, the magic of quarter time, you know, sometimes it just might be one move. Now, they all play one up the ball, one behind the ball. All of a sudden if one works and goes really well, the other team being up doesn't do anything about it because they think, hang on, we're just controlling the game. Controlling the game and leading by a few goals is probably the hardest job in football, as in off the ground, not so yeah. much on the ground. Because will yeah. I change it or will I go with them? Will I keep it going? You're forever, ever constantly thinking that through the thing. So, And a lot of coaches get caught out because they think they've spent all this time in the week with them and they say, "Oh no, we've worked on this. We've worked on this." And they start to believe all of that. They can't see it change. Yeah,
0: the the only, I agree with all that. The only thing I think of can think of is that all year they've been sort of crabbing it sideways and out the back whenever they got hands on it at stoppage. And in in that second quarter, they went for as soon as they got the footy, straight. they just went straight ahead, and they were yep. running out the front of stoppage and driving the footy down the corridor and. That's sort of been the way they played ever since. So maybe there was a, a direction from Vossi and the rest of the coaches. Oh listen enough of this. We we've got to do something different here. If we get it, let's just let's go forward in a hurry and see what happens. Because yeah, they, they've they played different. They played a different brand of footy since then.
2: And, and I don't know why they haven't done that from day one. And every coach doesn't do that. How do you know
0: the opposition are going to have
2: a bad day chipping around and all that mm. rubbish? They went on. Anyhow, good yeah, on them. Yeah, they, they yeah. smashed Port Adelaide too. That yeah. that, that, was, that,
1: was, that was. Hey, I reckon you got the most marketable player, Andy, I don't know whether you agree or not, Charlie Curnow, if you want to have a poster boy anywhere, some say Nick Dacos, but I think Charlie being the big guy the big high flyer, full forward he is so marketable
0: Well I reckon the bloke sitting next to you would enjoy watching him play Dave he's he's got a little bit of blighty about him he can can turn, he doesn't kick it as much on both sides as Malcolm did but when he wheels onto that right foot and he's 80 out from goal and he kicks it Sixty-five, in, and it gets there fast. And blokes are out the backwards. I mean, he's—he is yeah. a. I just reckon we should be thankful, no matter who you're barrack for. That this bloke's career looked gone four or five years. That knee was no good. He looked cooked. And whether we're ever going to see him produce to the level that his talent, um, you know, would have him produce that was a real question mark. And I think it's just great for certainly great for Carlton, but it's great for footy that Agreed. you get to see a guy like Charlie Kurnow now being able to produce to the levels that he can.
2: Now Andy, we've done the Carlton bit, please. You are playing a team called Sydney. Now, you've watched a lot of them. They've <laughs> oh, they've they, <laughs> <laughs> they hung in again, like, grand final last year. They've hung in and hung in. They've got a good group of youngies in the midfield and they go okay. You've got to, you're going to you don't have to play well to beat them.
0: Yeah, no, doubt, body in the first 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, they're they're probably lucky to be there given a couple of things that went their way throughout. The season, I don't know whether you'd like to stop talking about, you know, the, 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 the error in for the, the, the... I don't know whether you've stopped talking about it yet, but uh, <laughs> they're probably a bit fortunate to be there. But they're hard, aren't they? They know what yeah. this time of year, even their young boys play a lot of finals footy. So they, they won't be nervous. They're not going to be overawed. And that first hit down at 20 minutes in that game, Sydney bring it and they can get those outside players... Rolling and Papley and Heaney get a couple on the board early, and they're up and about, feeling good about themselves. Then oh, it'd be no surprise to me if Sydney, um, you know, walk out of week one of the finals winners. Yeah,
1: I'm going to get you a tip for the premiership and the Brownlow, weather-wise. Give us an update there. Is it has it come in those big dark clouds?
0: Oh, yep, yep, it has. <laughs> Actually, as as we've been speaking, it. Um, it's arrived so it's um it's windy so and the, this stuffs moving around pretty quickly we've had a whole lot of it go out to the east of us yeah uh, and I'm only about um, fifteen minutes away from the MCG and uh, and there's a bit of it lurking out to the west so hopefully we, we're going to get the edge of it and fingers crossed that by the time the game starts tonight it um, the worst of it might be past us
1: yeah Premiership uh, and Brownlow prediction
0: Oh god, I'm a bit with you, Dave. I'm going to, I, I'll stick with the pies, um, without as much confidence now as I had maybe six or seven months ago. Uh, and I'll, i Nick Dakos was an absolute moral, wasn't he? But I've got a feeling Marcus Bonapelli might run over the top of him in the last couple of weeks of the season.
1: Yeah, no, oh, I agree. I'm, hey, Andy, yeah, have a, yeah, good finals calling, and uh, I'd love to be in Melbourne tonight. It should be a fantastic game, and and great to catch up with you once again.
0: Uh, Good on you fellas, always love talking to you.